Um, Anything you want to know, just ask. Here we go. <laughs> Chuck and Pam, here we are talking about, I don't even know if I want to share what we're talking about. Nah. Nah? Okay. Probably for, not. For another time. Yeah. Maybe we'll <laughs> drop allusions to it uh, right. throughout our reviews. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Not um, for kids. No, no. Probably a, a B rating, right? Probably. Or double D? Double D. Oh! Oh, she's on fire. Powell's like the human torch here this I, week. She's I, on uh, fire. <laughs> well, we really don't have a ton of movies opening this week that we both have seen. Um, one that we both have seen. And right. that is the continuation of the Fast and Furious <sighs> franchise that... It's called F9. Wow, isn't that like really creative? That's about as creative as the rest of the script. Yeah. F9, the fast saga. And you know what the next one is? F, F, wait, wait. It's on the tip no, of no, my tongue. It's, it's a play on words. Oh, F, F10? Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> um, Come on, think more. The, the, think, uh, the, it's, it's, it's clever as shit. Oh, I, I don't know. You're going to have to share it with me. Well, fast 10, like fasten. Fast 10. Oh, fast See what 10. they did there? Oh, I did. See what they did? Oh, <laughs> yeah, this was a painful one. This is this is uh I want to say, you know, we pick up with the story, but this is really not much of a story. Can you call there's, it a story? There's never, you know, there's no story. I mean, it's here it is. Here's the story. We paint ourselves into a corner. We don't know what else to do. So, we dig up some supposed long-lost relative of Dom Toretto. We've done that twice in the series now. Have we? Or, or a character who is obviously dead. Right. We bring them back somehow. Yeah, well, the only ones they don't... Well, they did kind of bring back Paul Walker at the end of that one. Even right, though right. Ever, after he truly had died. Right. But, I mean, you know, there's a character this time who was dead. And, of course, they Are bring him two? back. Well, I mean, brought him back in this film. Oh, okay. Letty okay. was brought back right. in five or six, oh. or I don't know. Okay, but, okay. But, yeah. Letty is Michelle Rodriguez, who is Ben Dom's... Diesel's wife. Oh, they're married. Yeah, they're married. Okay, I forgot about that. But then yeah. he, he was the baby daddy of little Brian, and... Right, and that was another character who I think in number six got killed. His, his baby mama. Right, because Letty, I think it was in four... Died in an awful car crash right in front of Oh, I Dom. do remember that. Right. Okay. And then Michelle Rodriguez must have figured, fuck, I just get, left this cash cow. How do I get back in? <laughs> Went and begged them, and they wrote her back into the script, of course. Somehow. But that, that seems to be a common theme. And, and also, interestingly, and almost entertainingly, immortality is a through line <sighs> In this film, brought up by Roman, who is Tyrese Gibson, I think his Correct. name is. Look at you. I know. And Ludacris. Those are the two actors that were actually not a shining star, but at least a little twinkle of a star. Okay, we're in setting this. that bar low. Super we are duper low. Setting that bar Super low. low. But that actually kept me hanging on, thinking, how are they going to finish this whole immortality yeah, yeah. concept? And guess what? They, they never they did. They never do. <laughs> yeah. Although they do refer to the whole resurrection thing with the Kurt Russell character, Mr. Right. Nobody, who apparently has the ability to bring people back from de- the dead or fake deaths in such a way that they appear so dead talented. and then coming. You know, right, right. Yeah. So talented. You know, and that's the thing about this. You know, you refer to them talking about how how uh, the Tyrese Gibson character says, you know, why are we never hurt? Mm-hmm. Why are we never hurt? Mm-hmm. We get away with everything. And, and you're right, they don't do anything with that. I almost at this point, had they said, my God, 
we must be superheroes. Right. And they reveal that they're superheroes. I almost would have welcomed that. Oh, I because, wanted that because, because Vin Diesel landed in a superhero oh. stance. Remember, I kicked you because you were right, sleeping right. and I said, look, it's a super, hey, superhero I, stance. It was only for about 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, and that's really a testament to how bad this film is and how boring it is. It is so <clears throat> loud. And yet I fell asleep. Yeah, we were in the Dolby digital oh. surround sound, which is not just surrounding your ears, but it's surrounding your yeah. butt, your thighs, and your back because your chair vibrates right. this, this entire is, thing. Yeah, this is up in the AMC in Chicago. Yeah, and they'll crank it up to where things are shaking. Yep. I fell asleep. And we both did. And that's because, I mean, there's nothing story-wise here in the action. You can only blow things up imaginatively so many times. And if you keep doing it, it gets boring. Anything you, that you do repeatedly, you get desensitized to, and you don't care about it anymore. And they, they tried to bring a little bit of backstory in by having young Dom and young Jacob. Jacob is played by um, John Cena. Cena. Look yeah, at you with your wrestlers. Look I at know. you. No, aren't I good? You are good. Um, and uh, the two of them are, are they've had a falling out yeah, as, yeah. as youngsters it's after bad. the death of their father. And they never want to see each other again. Yep. And now we find that Jacob is working for Cypher, played by Charlize Theron. And she's actually a little bit of a highlight here. Yes, you have a, your hand up, Mr. Kaplinsky. What does Cypher have to do with any of this? Cypher, I guess, is a bad guy. Well, I know that. Yeah. But... And, and she's, I don't know. What does she have to do with it? I don't know. And really, I what does she have to do with well, it? Well, she was doing something in the oh, last oh, one. Oh, she's like gathering, gathering information stuff, stuff. A, a yeah. virus to put into all the communication devices. You know who she needs to give the virus to? Hmm. Her fucking hair salon. Oh my artist. god, that was the worst haircut. <laughs> the worst haircut. Oh, oh, please, dear God, do not let that that shortened Dorothy Hamill Bob come back. Oh, that into can't catch style. up. No. Bob. Well, it's it's it was, it was a, Well, it was like an elaborate bowl thing. It was wasn't just a bowl. It? it was. It was. Yeah. You know, and and as much as I hated uh, the hitman's bodyguard's second cousin, Weiss, I hated sir. I hated this one worse. <laughs> hated this, this one, one more. This one is really really bad. The acting was atrocious. Vin Diesel, he's mad. Ooh, purse your lips, Vin. Okay, now you're mad. You're more mad, madder. And then we've got Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, you're mad too. And oh, nobody has any inflection in their voice. Nobody uses their body at all. Yeah. It, I, I could have had three cardboard puppets and done a better yeah. job of the motion than they did. And I'm sorry, John Cena fell right into that. And he well, was just as plastic or cardboard as they were. I don't expect anything from him. He's a wrestler. Okay. Okay, okay. Now, now, but The Rock obviously has risen the bar there. Yes. But you know, if you're a trained actor, and I know that Diesel is, I believe Rodriguez is, you expect more. Yeah. And as we were talking afterwards, after we watched this, and we're trying to recover, um, <laughs> you you see the difference between good actors and bad actors with Kurt Russell and Charlize Theron. This dialogue is shit. It is shit. It's, it is. It is the worst. Yet those two, in the brief scenes they have, they bring something <laughs> to it. They make you believe that the characters mean what they say. Right. And the rest of them have no idea what they're doing. So there's your difference right there. Huge difference. In performance. Yeah. And also, don't forget that Helen Mirren has a, a brief cameo in this. Oh, and, I forgot. And she, I did forget. she gets into this race car, this hot car. Maserati. Says, okay, it's a Maserati. <laughs> and it's a stick shift. And it is the worst chase scene I have ever Fake seen. Fake driving scene? Yes, in my entire <laughs> life. But I still had fun because guess who had fun? She was she having fun. fun. You know what? I, I finally just came to the conclusion 
that, and we talked a lot in this movie, we which we, we typically don't do. And it was just a bunch of critics in there, and we had to be separated, social distancing, and everything. Um, and it was so freaking loud that I'm sure we did not disturb anybody. No one so, heard a thing we said. But we talked a lot. So this is how you should watch this movie. Wait until it comes out on DVD or streaming or whatever. Have a few cocktails. Get a bunch of friends over. And this is a comedy. It is an you, unintentional you, comedy. You have to look at it as a comedy. You're right. You're right. I mean, Diesel delivers every line as though it's, you know, Shakespearean <laughs> drama. Oh, no, but there's no, no inflection in his voice no, when he no, does it. No, but I mean, the seriousness yeah, of it. Yeah. Just so serious. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, another thing we had mentioned, and that's, it's, that's the difference between this and Hobbs and Shaw, the knockoff from that series. I mean, that film we both enjoyed, and this yeah. is not your cup of tea. But Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson, they know this is a joke. The whole, that whole film had such a light tone. That whole film was they're looking at us and saying, can you believe this shit? Right, right. Let's go have some fun. Right. The tone in the fast films are completely different. This is dead serious. Yeah. And, and serious. you know what? Those were, and it's no fun. They were fun when Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. was a part of it. He brought yeah. that energy like a supercharged battery. Yeah, he was I agree. incredible. And also, you, you and I also talked about the fact that most of the stunts are CGI. <sighs> Yeah. So when yeah. when the driving doesn't really have to be real and you can do anything, manipulate it on the screen, then that really takes away the awe and wonder. Exactly of it right. As well. Exactly right. Yeah, I need to be impressed. Yeah. I mean, you watched the, you know, the uh, the chase scene from Bullet, the chase scene from French Connection, uh, Fast Five. In my mind, is still the best. That ending where they're dragging. The safes, the safes yeah, yeah, they've yeah, ripped yeah, out yeah. of the banks around the street. That was, that was his last stuff. one, right? That, okay. No, that was where he was introduced, and then oh, he okay. did one more. Okay. I mean, that was just fun stuff. That might have right. been my first one that I saw. Well, you you started at the top, okay? Because in my mind, that's the best of them, and and that was fun because you're right, you know they're doing it, right? And and you can say, wow, that's cool. But here, the shit that they do just defies all physics. Gravity doesn't oh, wait, exist wait, in wait, this wait, universe. Wait, let's, let's, let's talk about physics for oh. a minute, shall we? Okay, so there's a magnet, this like, <laughs> super magnet that's parked in a truck. I want where, one of these, by the way. Where, where is it, by the way, in the truck? In a chase scene. And yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and <laughs> they have these, they, they make shift these, no pun intended, these little controls, these dials that look like something on a child's toy. Yes. And they install them in all of the, <laughs> the crew's... Um, cars and they dial it, they ramp it up to five or they ramp it up to 10. And then all of a sudden, everyone that they drive past, they're collecting all of their cell phones and every a bicycle every here metal and there. And then, item yeah. possible. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is they are attracting cars that I'm sorry, most cars are made out of plastic and fiberglass uh, yeah. now. And they're not attracting the cars from back in the day when they were actually made out of metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really, and, and then, and then the, the DeLorean looking makeshifted, duct-taped... Don't give it away. Thing. Don't give it away. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That was just... That was laughable. It was, it was just it's, all laughable. They, they, people will look back at this in years to come and say, can you believe this shit? Yeah. Can you believe people thought this was... These are not going to age well. Yeah. Are we at, at, are we at a time of idiocracy right now? Oh, we have been for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, for years we've been... Yeah, we've been there. Uh, my favorite is the slingshot deal during that first, yeah, don't choke, uh, where, where somehow or another you can have a car grapple on to some swinging 
cord hook thing. Right, right. That's the technical term for it. Thank you. I I took engineering classes. (laughs) And uh, somehow or another, travel over a chasm and land. And you know what my favorite part of that was? What? Diesel was steering. Did you notice he was steering? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's a. He was, oh. he was leaning into it as oh this car God. is swinging across the He was the acting. Sky. He was acting. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he was acting. Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah, I, I felt myself getting dumber as I watched it. It was unreal. And, of course, the depressing thing is this is going to make billions. Oh, it is. It's going to make billions. You said it already has overseas, right? I, I think it's well past $300 million overseas. Yeah, wow. yeah, it opened there a couple weeks ago, uh, I believe, in the Far East. Okay. Um, they still haven't opened in Europe or the Middle Middle East. These films are big too, uh, so yeah, it'll just generate more money. And obviously, the oh, oh, and of course, if you're a fan, sit through the credits. Oh there's God. a big hint there of what's happening next. And it, how am I going to have to say this? Fasten or Fasten? Or I just have a couple of years to figure out how. Yeah. Fasten. Yeah, but at least the clip uh, involves one of uh, Pam's favorites, so so there is that. I, I do like Jason Statham, and I will not hold Wrath of Man against him. I will allow him that one the, pass. The yeah, the, yeah. the apex of his career so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know, I would, you know, and you're right about the drinking thing uh, with this movie. Right. This would be a good one to have that maybe at a drive-in. Oh. You can see it at a well, drive-in. Well, not drinking. Well, you have a designated driver. Okay. You know, and then you do it that way. Yeah, Yeah, but definitely talking through is the thing. But I must say, some of those scenes that they had were my nightmares. (laughs) Your driving nightmares. My driving nightmares. See, they were my movie nightmares. So, okay, see, we have that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, careening around the the corner and the bridge, which actually is a very similar bridge to what I crossed over when I was was in Costa Rica. Um, And and also, though, I will give it the fact that they, they did... Remember I said, oh, it's west of, of Croatia is where they filmed it, in this to, to Bali or something like right, that. Yeah. And it actually is in the um, uh, country of Georgia. Oh, okay. So I wasn't too far off. Look at you, Miss Geography I know, there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're saying stay away from Fast 9. Uh, is there anything at home on TV that people could watch? Well, I think there are a lot of series that people could watch, would be, which would be fun to right. do. I know Physical is one that I have really enjoyed You've liked so far. that. Yeah, I, really I need to touch up on that. With Rose Byrne and Roy Scovel, and um, we talked a little bit about that last week. But, yeah, check that out on Apple TV. And that TV takes place... In, in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And you still haven't shown me the pictures. Yeah, I probably of you. won't. <laughs> oh, come on, Pam! <laughs> you You've got to be in a leotard and a headband no, or something. No, something. no. There, there is one. Big teased out hair. I, I did. I did have that. Oh. I had a perm, and there is one picture from my uh, college days. I was going to a fraternity party. I was in a sorority, and we were all kind of dressed up and mm-hmm. and over the top. So, okay. Yeah, I was smoking a top. cigarette and uh, um, hair makeup. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was kind I of badass. I want to see that. I want to see that. All right. <laughs> Let's see if I can find that. Um, yeah, what else is... There's a movie called Lansky coming out. Neither one of us have gotten through that one. Yeah, that's not good. And uh, that's about it that is out in theaters right now, right? right? right. And we yeah, we've covered uh, Luca, uh, which is on uh, Disney+. Plus. Uh, we covered uh, 12 Mighty Orphans. Again, see that one. Yeah. That's the type of... Uh, a uh, small movie that needs uh, needs support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching Loki. 
on Disney Plus, the latest Marvel thing. I know that's not your cup of tea either, but, I did but like you that. watched the first one or two, didn't you? I did. I watched the first two and I really enjoyed it. Um I I am sure that I've seen all of the Avenger movies. I am sure that I missed some of the references, which goes to show you that you don't have to be an exactly. Avenger fan to enjoy the series. It's the concept of time. And that to me, time travel and how how things go along a timeline i think are really a cool yeah. concept so if you're into time travel and time as a concept then this is an interesting story and you're you know we had talked earlier about um owen is it luke or owen owen wilson owen, luke, luke was in the football okay movie. Owen, so yeah. owen wilson plays mobius m mobius thank you m cubed m cubed <laughs> all right um and he is the timekeeper Mm-hmm. And we've got uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, or Loki as I like to call yeah. him. Um, and their chemistry together is really very good. And I, I love had, seeing them together. I, and I didn't anticipate that. I was like, oh, these are, you know. But yeah, they're a lot of fun they together. They really are. And I think that, you know, I saw the third episode last night. And I think one of the things, I told you that, I wasn't crazy about that. Uh, one of the problems with the episode is that the Wilson character isn't in it. Oh, okay. And, and I really missed that banter that they've had in the first two episodes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, third episode, I'm going to say lagged, but I think I know what the punchline is going to be for it on the fourth episode. How many episodes are there in total? I believe there's six. Okay, okay. Uh, and that's the other thing I like about, other than uh, the Vision and Scarlet Witch, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't overstay its welcome. Okay. Six episodes, boom, 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 boom. Done. And we were done. And that's the way this one looks like it's going okay. as well. Uh, I, I love also the, I think I told you, one of the things I told you first about it was this whole collection of, you know, we're dealing with time and it seems to be a futuristic thing, but they yeah. use, you know, the dial phones yeah. and these old crappy computers right. and the typewriters and there's no explanation for it. Uh, it's just fun. But it's really, yeah, it's yeah. visually, it's just a fun like, show to And watch. they go through a queue. Yes. And, and it's this long queue, and he has to take a deli ticket right. counter <laughs> number and says, really, there, there's only one other person in here. And then the other guy gets zapped into oblivion and, oh, no problem, yep. got my ticket right here. Here we here. go. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Another one that I've been watching on Amazon Prime is Flack. This is a, you told me about that. That yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah, stars Anna Paquin as a PR person, mm-hmm. a very slimy spin doctor. And her company is the um, publicists, are the publicists for high-end people, actors, um, athletes, you name it, they represent them. And the difficulties that they get into and how they have to spin the story to save them and all the lies, the deceit, the deals behind the scenes that go on. And it's, uh, yeah, salacious is the word that comes Ooh, to mind. Oh, good. I like that word. Isn't that a good word? I, I was, if I had ever had a daughter, I was going to name her salacious. Awesome. So I'm sure that probably, would be a big hit Probably in high a school. good thing. Uh, never <laughs> had, had a daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anna Packer, I can see her in, in a role like she's that. She's good. She's really uh, good. I remember oh, her from actress, the piano yeah. when she was a little girl. Uh, she's been good in the... Um, uh, X-Men films. I never watched that vampire show she was on. I didn't either. Uh, True Blood. Yeah. On the Hobo. I never watched that. But yeah, no, I always like her and I can see her in that kind of a kind of a part. Yeah. It, this is really, the first season is, is, if I can say, the fact that all of this dirty, slimy stuff is lighthearted. The second season gets a little bit deeper into their personalities, all the different main characters. There's a lot of drug addiction and abuse mm-hmm. and um, parenting issues and abortion. Oh, my God. Chuck, I have to tell you, the one scene, I can't remember the actress's name, but she, she plays Eve, 
and she has an altercation with someone who is protesting outside of an abortion clinic or Planned Parenthood, whatever the UK version of that is. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most evocative scenes I think I have ever seen. Mm. And then the finale of that particular scene just slammed it all home. It Mm. was incredible, incredibly smart, well-written. Well, and that's that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, we, we've talked about this, how we're in the golden age of television, as they say. The problem is uh, there's just too much. There is. I cannot keep up with it. Yeah. Uh, Lydia Wilson is the name who, of the actress who plays Eve. I'm okay. not familiar with her work. Uh, she's incredible. English actress. Yeah. And, and actually the story, things are revolving more around her than okay. they are... Uh, probably equally so around Anna Paquin's character of Robin. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're watching Smart Stuff, and I'm watching our iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I missed out on something in Nickelodeon back it's, in the day. Well, you I, you know, it, it all. You, I'm I don't know what t- uh, shows your kids watched, which then meant you watched. Yes. You yeah. know that, but but that's what it was when when our kids. I mean, it was iCarly was the big thing, and it's back on Paramount Plus. Uh, it's just, you know, it really just keys in on the whole nostalgia thing. Now, Alex, how old is Alex? Alex is 24. Okay, so he's just a couple years younger than Kelsey. So there must just be that. Just, yeah, just missed Just it. enough, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Alex <laughs> was 12, 13, 14 when we were watching this. Okay. And uh, now he appreciates Carly in a different way. Oh, Let's just I'm say sure he that. Does. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I, if you've seen iCarly with the kids, you know, the first go around, give the new thing a shot. It's it's just as much fun uh, as the original. And uh, obviously, you know, that's what Paramount does. That's one of the reasons uh, they start their own networks. One of the reasons all these studios start their own networks. I mean, they're just going to uh, mine past properties, mm-hmm. bring them back, and, you know. Hopefully they're done with a degree of intelligence. And, right. and iCarly is, thank goodness. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess what we're telling you is unless you're going to go out to the theater to see uh, 12 Mighty Orphans. There you go. Stay home. Or Wrath up. of Man. <laughs> no, stay home. <laughs> and catch up on some of these binge-worthy TV series mm. that are really worth seeing. Next time we talk, uh, we will have, I think, some more substantive things to yes. talk about. Uh, the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Uh, I'm worried about that one. That was supposed to be in theaters, and Amazon picked it up. Uh, But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about No Sudden Move from Steven Soderbergh, which is inexplicably premiering on HBO, not in theaters. Yeah, that one's an odd one, Has a stellar cast. Don Cheadle, uh, Benicio Del Toro, John Hamm, uh, Amy Schmeitz. I mean, why it's not in theaters, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to that. And also, I think by that time, we'll be talking about Black Widow. Yeah. Don't forget, long story short, that also comes out that same week. On the second? Mm-hmm. Long story short. Brief synopsis of long story short. Um, guy gets married. Um, he puts everything off until the last minute, always, and uh, does not appreciate the time that he has. And he's given a gift slash a curse to see what happens when you don't appreciate the time that you're giving. There we are. Time again. Oh no. Okay. Well, I'll watch it this weekend. (laughs) Okay. All right. So stay home, watch TV show, or heaven forbid, read a book. No. Oh yes. What is the name of the book that you brought me? Stephen King book. Lysi's story. And I'm curious. That's that's a series on Apple TV. Well, and I'm I'm curious as to why you want the book. Have you watched the series? I have not. I want to read the the book. Okay. I want to read the book before I watch the series. Julianne Moore. She's always good. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode or two after we catch up on on that show. 
Sounds good. Until the week after next, I'm not going to be here next week because my son is getting married on Wednesday. Good luck, Mom. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.